This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. Yes, welcome back to another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast, where I'm going to help you become a peak signing agent And on this episode, I'm going to give my prediction of when we're going to see the next refinance boom. So before we get into that, let's talk about what's happening in the mortgage industry. So at the time of this recording and publication, this is going to be June 2022, and we are coming out of COVID-19, where we were seeing the lowest, historically lowest interest rates ever seen, 2 and 3% easily. You were seeing this all day long. People were refinancing like crazy. I don't blame them. But COVID's over, the interest rates are going up. I believe the Fed the Fed meets, I believe, every six weeks. And they've already promised that every meeting this year in 2022, interest rates are going up every single time. So just anticipate that that's going to happen, all right? And so how is that affecting our industry and how is that affecting our business? Well, we are seeing refinances drop significantly. So... As I'm speaking, just remember I'm speaking in generality because I don't know. Ex- I'm not. I'm not saying this podcast is specifically for you and in your region. All right, I'm just talking as a whole in general. That's how I'm speaking on this episode. And interest rates have increased. Refinances have decreased. So I would say when I got started in this industry about five years ago, it was really well balanced where I was doing. It was split evenly between refinances, purchases, and sales. That's what I that's what I saw. And in the last two years, because of COVID and the lowest interest rates we've ever seen, I was doing maybe 90% refinances, and then the other 10% was split up between purchases and sales. Well, today, I would say 40% purchase, 40% sale, and 20% refinance. I mean, it's just really dropped with the refinance and I don't blame them because people are looking at oh you know I I could have gotten two or I did get two and three percent interest rate just a year ago or two years ago and now it's five and six percent I'm not interested in refinancing I get it and but you still see it because people still have for whatever reason they're refinancing they want to take some cash out they want to pay off some debts so people will still be refinancing because because that's always been in this case. People are always going to be refinancing. Even when interest rates go up, for whatever reason, things happen. They want to or need to refinance their home. So that never goes away. All right. It's just it just sees that we see a dip. The why is that? We are, why are we seeing a dip? Because us as humans have a low attention, have very short attention span. OK, we forget very easily. So we forgot that four or five years ago, interest rates were at five, six, seven percent, eight percent. This was very normal just two, three years ago. We have a short attention span where right now we're thinking, oh my gosh, it was just two and three percent. Why would I want to buy or refinance right now when interest rates are so high? But people will forgive. The market is normalizing. In a normal market, the interest rate is 5, 6, 7% interest rates, okay? We just have a short attention span. Remember COVID? We were just talking about COVID affected the whole industry when interest rates. Well, during COVID, everyone was saying, 
COVID has changed our lives. It has affected it has affected us uh, in so many ways. We, we, it will never be the same. COVID has changed the game for how we live, and it'll never be the same. I don't know where you live, but here where I live, it is forgotten about. I mean, obviously cases still happen. You'll see somebody with a mask here and there. But for the most part, it has been forgotten about. People are standing right next to each other in lines. People are not wearing masks. People are, are have you know, I just came back from graduations. People were graduating and people were all clustered together. It is forgotten about. But for a minute there, right when they were kind of stopping the mask mandates in my area, people were still a little iffy, still standing apart from each other. If somebody coughed or sneezed, they'd kind of like, whoa, you know, what's going on with you? Um, you don't see that anymore. People cough or sneeze and it's forgotten about. We have short attention spans and that's what's going to happen with these interest rates. People are going to forget about the two and 3% interest rates uh, a couple years ago and it's going to be normal for a five and 6% interest rate. It's going to be normal and people are going to, for whatever reason, they're going to still refinance their house. Maybe they want to pull out equity to buy another house, pull out equity, to do some home remodeling, pull out some uh, equity to pay off debts for whatever reason people will still refinance it's just going to take a minute for the normalization and people kind of wrap their head around this is the new normal this is the new basic interest rates so it's just going to take them a minute to be normalized to it now if you came into this industry because it was so easy for you to go get uh, like your commission and stamp, and then boom, you were out running. The, the next day, you were getting signings left and right, signing offers and opportunities uh, because it was just so easy because the, the whole country was refinancing. If you got into this industry because you saw how easy or thought how easy it was going to be uh, to just get business, you need to understand it's not the same anymore. If, you're, if you have been in this for four or five years like myself, and now you're seeing that it's a little harder to get jobs. Uh, you got to remember, this was how it was four or five years ago. You you have that short attention span, that short memory, that that it was just so easy to get jobs and, and opportunities and signings come your way. It's not going to be that easy anymore. You have to do some legwork. And so we have short attention spans, and that's just how it is. So you need to understand that and just understand COVID is over. The lowest, historically lowest interest rates, they are over with. And maybe just kind of come to the conclusion that we might never see that again. That's the, in history, that was the lowest. We might never see that again. The reason why the feds lowered the interest rates as low as they did was to keep the economy stimulated. Just like they gave us stimulus checks or economy, I don't count, I don't remember what they called it, stimulus checks or economy rebound checks. I don't know what they called it. But when the IRS sent us those checks, that was to kind of you know help people that were maybe struggling with their job, struggling uh, making their payments, paying their bills, whatever, or to stimulate the economy. Okay, great, I got some free money. Let me go do some things, work on the house. Let me pay off some debt. Let me do, again, whatever it is they want to do with it. That was the purpose of it, for those stimulus checks. That was also the purpose of lowering the interest rates so people can can refinance, make make a make affordable payments on their homes. That was the whole purpose of it all. It's gone. Just assume it will never happen again. Just assume you'll never see a 2% interest rate ever again. It might happen. It might never happen. But just assume it won't. 
and then you won't be heartbroken over it, okay? And so you've got to put some work in right now to get business, to get opportunities of signings. So let's talk about that also. We're going to talk about a lot of things in this episode and my prediction for the next refinance boom, however. So what I'm seeing today, like I said, I'm seeing a majority of purchases and sales. But the purchases that I'm seeing are interest-only loans and adjustable rate mortgages. If you follow me, if, you, if, you, if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, you've seen I, I posted something uh, about a, almost two weeks now. Uh, on my social media about this prediction and on on YouTube, I, it was just like a, it was like a one or two minute video clip. It was just my prediction, and I, but I, obviously I just said it was one or two minutes. It was a very short. I just putting it out there like, hey, this is my prediction. This, this is what I'm seeing. So if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please subscribe and follow me on social media. And it is at Peak Signing. You maybe guess from the title of the podcast, name of the podcast. But in that, I was saying that I'm seeing a lot of people getting interest rate, interest only loans and adjustable rate mortgage loans. Let me explain what those are if you're new to the industry or still not understanding what those are. An interest only loan is people that are making payments, but they're not paying down any of the principal. It's purely they're just paying interest right now. And the mortgage companies, they don't mind that because they're getting all their fees up front and you still have your whole balance and principal ahead of you to make payments on. Now, most people are just going to get these interest rate, interest only loans because they're not paying principal. So they have a very low payment. Uh, The other common thing is adjustable rate mortgage, ARM or ARM for short. This means that they're starting off with maybe a lower interest rate, but it might go up. It might go down. Most likely it goes up, okay? If you get an adjustable rate mortgage, most likely the interest rate will go up. It, you know, it, just assume it won't go down. And that's kind of based off what the feds have put the interest rates at. So whatever whatever they're putting the interest rates at, that your mortgage will adjust after a certain amount of time. Maybe three years, five years, seven years. It might be fixed for a certain amount of time, but then after a certain amount of time, again, three, five, seven years maybe, or one year, after a certain amount of time, the interest rate then can become adjustable. So it could go up, it could go down. Most likely it goes up. And so people are getting these right now, I think because a lot of people are trying to buy. They're they're still trying to buy. They still want to buy their home, right? They're still not happy with their home or they're renting and it's still a better opportunity to buy at a higher interest rate. Obviously, we know real estate is a great way to make money is through real estate, whether you're buying and flipping or renting or you're just growing equity in your home value. It's a great way to grow income and grow assets is through real estate. So they'll they'll get in any means necessary. So if it means, hey, I'll just pay interest only right now to afford the payments until the interest rates drop, or I'll just get an adjustable rate. I'll kind of get it fixed for a certain amount of time, but I plan on what? Refinancing. So in the future, when interest rates do go down, people will plan on refinancing. So if you're getting interest rate, if you're getting interest only, you're not paying any of your principal down. You're not paying any you know, money towards the house. You're p- purely paying the mortgage company interest only. Or you have an adjustable rate where you're afraid that after the set time that the interest rate will go up. And what does that do if the interest rate goes up? Increases your monthly payment. 
People are getting those now just to get the home they want. So they're accepting that just for the home, but what will they need to do? Refinance, because they want to get a fixed interest rate. They want to get a conventional loan, especially if it's your principal residence, your main home that you live in, you're going to want a fixed interest rate. You want a conventional loan. Again, I'm speaking to the majority here. That's what most people will want to do. So they're going to refinance. When will they refinance? Most likely not in 2022. Maybe 2023, maybe. But especially towards the end of 2023, 2024, if the Fed start lowering the interest rates, I think, my prediction, we will see another refinance boom because people want to get out of the interest-only loans. They want to get out of the arms and they want to get a conventional fixed interest rate mortgage, which they should. I think people should have that, especially if it's your main home. That's probably what you want to have, all right? And so they're going to refinance. There's going to be another boom. The question is, if that boom occurs, will you still be in the industry? We're going to talk about all this, all right? Will you still be in the industry when this refinance boom occurs? Again, it's not going to happen in 2022. It's not. 2023, possibly. 2024, more likely. But it's going to happen. Where will you be? Will you still be in this industry or will you be out? That's the question. If you're still going to be in, the, in this industry, what do you do? What do you need to do to survive the quote unquote slowdown of the market? Because I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and people are complaining left and right of how, how again, quote unquote slow it is. It's so slow. It's because you either forgot, you have a short term memory, you forgot that this is kind of how it was before. Or you're new into the industry and you're just used to just seeing signing opportunities, just just clicking in left and right. And you're just scooping them up as many as you can going full time. And now you're thinking, oh, can I survive, you know, being being in this full time right now? Can I can I make my mortgage and bills and pay my bills and pay for food on the table and take care of my family? Can I do it right now with how 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 how? I hate saying the word slow, but how you might interpret it as being slow. All right. So four or five years ago, when I started, the interest rates were five, six percent all day long, four percent, four, five, six percent all day long. When I first started about five years ago and I was making six figures with signing services. So what do you need to do? Sign up with a lot of signing services. Get on platforms where a lot of signing services and mortgage uh, companies and escrow companies they go through to find notaries sign up with a bunch of these platforms and signing services right you want to go wide because i saw a lot of people in fact i know people who who only worked with one direct client with one direct title company and they were making a killing they were making six figures with just one customer well that one customer for them right now is going out of business because of how slow it's been. They're just going out of business. They're 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 just going to close up. And now my friend his one line of business has gone away. It's he used to make you know 8 9 10,000 a month from them and now he's making like 
2000 a month from them. Imagine getting a dip like that. That's because he didn't go wide. He had one customer that he was relying on. And I even told him, hey, you know what? You shouldn't just rely on that one customer. And because he, he would talk about, oh, did you see that? Did you see that uh, text come in from a signing service? Can you believe they wanted to pay $85? There's no way I'm doing anything for less than 100 And so he wasn't responding. So he had a low response rate. So some companies, for example, SnapDocs, they give you a response percentage. So if you respond to every message that comes through, you're going to have a 100% response rate. Their algorithms work so that if you are responding, you're getting more offers. His response rate became, and I don't know how long they're looking at. It is a, it is for a certain amount of time. I don't know if it's like a 12, it's like a rolling 12 months or, or six months. I have no idea. But I do know they do look at your response rate. But I remember he was kind of laughing at one point saying, oh, my response rate is like 20-something percent. He's like, what's your response rate? I'm like, 100. Even if I'm not going to take the job, I still respond to the text. Even if it's two hours later because I was busy, I still respond to the text because I understand the algorithms. Because I understand how this business and industry works. You need to understand the whole industry okay, of being a signing agent. And for example, companies like SnapDocs have a response percentage. So even though I was doing maybe, gosh, one or two a week on, for example, SnapDocs, I was doing one or two a week with them, I still had a 100% response rate. And I, was, and I was getting maybe 20 texts a day. And I still responded to every single one. Even if I put, I'm not available, I'm not available, I'm not available. And I didn't even counter with anything. I still wanted that 100% response rate. So my friend who only had one customer, he's, you know, he's kind of struggling a little bit. He's struggling financially. Where me, I'm wide. I have over 30 escrow officers that I use and they don't use me every single day, right? Some of them don't use, some of them have like one or two signings the whole day themselves. So they just take care of it. But I went, I went wide. So I have 30 escrow officers, not offices. I think offices, I have maybe 10, but I've got 30 escrow officers who use my service nationally. So I've stayed busy. I'm still making really good money because I went wide. I, so I went wide I'm and I'm still going. I'm still, in fact, this week I'm going to marketing. In fact, maybe next episode I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about marketing. But I'm going marketing next week to still get more business because I want all the business. Okay. I want it all. Uh, and I know, and I know I won't get it all and that's okay. So if you are still going to be in this industry a year or two from now for the next boom, and it, and it won't be as big as this COVID boom. Okay. The next refinance boom is not going to be as big. Again, we had historically lowest the lowest interest rates we've ever seen. So everyone wanted to take advantage of that. We're not going to go back that low. Just anticipate it will never happen again. So we won't see a boom as big, but we still will get a boom of refinances because people want to get out of their interest only. They want to get out of the arms. And for whatever reason, they'll still want to refinance because they want to take out equity again for whatever. I, I already went over potentials why they would want to refinance and take out equity that will still happen so you want to be prepared you want to still be in this business so what should you do 
first of all, wrap your head around the fact that, that that's over. Yeah, wrap your head around that first. That boom is over, and we probably won't see that big of a boom again. Make the decision now. Do you still want to be in this industry? For me, the answer is yes. I love being in this industry. I enjoy it. I have a fun, I have a blast with it. And uh, especially with people like you guys who are watching and listening, you guys make me feel really special. And so I like being around um, the signing agent community. So I'll still be around. But what am I doing to combat it? So sign up again, like I said, on a lot of signing services and a lot of platforms. Sign up. There's a lot of forums on the Internet that will tell you where to sign up at, where, where a lot of people are at. So that will tell you. If you're the type of person that wants to market direct, uh, go market, go wide. You, right? you want a lot of business. And uh, imagine if, if you only are getting a little bit of business, but you have one or two or three clients, you're only going to have a little bit of business. But if you're getting a little bit of business from 30 to 60 clients, a little bit from each is still going to be a lot because you have volume coming in. Now, let me tell you a story that happened this week. So Thursday of this week was my daughter and niece's graduation. Now, so my daughter, her graduation was at 2 p.m. My niece was at 7.30 p.m. So the 7.30 p.m. I wasn't too worried about because I'm like, okay, a lot of my offices will be closed at that time. <clears throat> Anything that comes in later for the day, uh, I can you know, have one of my other notaries take care of it. But my daughter's graduation was at 2 p.m. I'm like, okay, let me kind of balance this out. So we kind of had, we had everything already scheduled. We were going to be done around noon. So around noon, we were going to be done. My scheduler wanted to take off a day a little early as well. I'm like, hey, not a problem. We're going to be, we're going to, you know, we might, I think we're going to be pretty chill. It shouldn't be a problem. So I parked the car and we're running a little bit late. Traffic's crazy going to the graduation. We had to park at another parking lot, like a quarter mile down the road, like an overflow parking lot. And we were walking to, uh, it was actually a stadium where she was graduating at. I'm walking there. And I get a phone call. I'm like, who's this? I don't, I don't recognize the number. So I answer the call. I wasn't expecting any calls. So, you know, I, I answer the call. I'm like, hi, hi, this is Derek. It was a title office that I had been marketing to who still haven't used me yet. I, it, It's a company. And I work with some of their other offices. But this office has never used me before. And they called me up and said, hey, Derek, can you go to uh, the city? It's in another county. And it's about a 30 to 40 minute drive away. They said, do you have time later today? So again, I'm walking to my, I'm walking to the stadium for my daughter's graduation. I'm walking there. I'm okay. This is at two o'clock. My niece is at 730. You know, these take a couple hours. So I'm thinking, uh, yeah, you know, maybe around, how about maybe like five o'clock this, this evening? I can, will five o'clock work this evening for you? And I can, I can uh, hear her go, oh, well, we're trying to get this funded today. Most of my title companies around, around me, they close around 5 p.m. So they're, we're trying to get this funded. So again, my, my daughter's graduation starts at two. I'm walking to the building. It's actually two o'clock. So we're running a little late, like I said. So it's two o'clock 
And they're like, we, you know, we were trying to get this funded today. I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, so if it's two o'clock, you're trying to get it funded at five. I said, okay, well, I said, the thing is, I can't do this right now because I'm actually going to my daughter's graduation. And they said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's graduation time. You know, like, yeah, we get it. I said, but I can get another, you know, and I can, I can hear the distress. Like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? So, well, I actually, I, I'm not just a mobile notary. I'm a signing service. Let me get a, let me get a, I can get a notary for you. I said, oh, that'd be great. And I, and I started thinking, but you need a notary to go to this other county and then you need them to bring it back to you in, in your county. And they're like, yeah, we need this. We need to fund this today. So I said, okay, okay. I said, well, scan backs work for you. Cause I can find a notary up in that other county and I can have them do scan backs and then, you know, I can go pick up the documents later or, you know, they can drop it at FedEx or UPS and get it back to you the next day. So, you know, it took a little minute. Said, okay, let me get back to you. I said, hey, just send me all the details. Email me all the details. Uh, is it a purchase? Is it a sale? Is it a refinance? What's the address? What's the signer's name and phone number? Just send me that. I'll take care of it. So that was at 2 o'clock, that call. And at 2.20... They email me all the information at 2.20. And they said, okay, it's okay. We'll, we'll take scan backs. Here's the information. So we say, great. Uh, we'll get on this for you. We, we already kind of were working on getting a notary lined up. So, okay, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get on this for you. Can you please send me the documents, though? So we're waiting on that. We get a notary all lined up. Say, hey, 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 notary, this is a situation. We need scan backs. We need high quality. They're going to fund off of these scan backs. So you, you you can't on your scanner settings you have to put up you know increase the uh, DPI so that we have high quality scan backs. I want to see the blue ink. I want to see your purple stamp because uh, in our state the ink has to be purple. Like I want we want to see these things so that they can fund off of it. So don't do like your, your kind of blurry scan backs just so we can kind of check it, make sure everything looks good. Like we need high quality because we're gonna fund off of your scan backs. So we tell the notary this we. Um, we get the documents about 2.30. So, okay, it's 2.30. Here's the documents. Our funding cutoff time is 4.15. So, <laughs> can you imagine how stressed I am? I'm walking into a building for my daughter's graduation. I guess how many other people are walking into this building? Thousands. Thousands of people are walking into this building. Maybe not thousands. I don't know. Hundreds easily. Are walking this building. It's noisy. I'm trying to talk to this brand new office, and I'm trying to talk to my scheduler. I'm trying to talk to the notary all while this graduation ceremony is happening, and I'm meeting with family, and they're trying to talk to me. It was crazy. And they said, "Oh, and our cutoff time is 4:15, and it's 2:30." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, okay." So it's 2:30. The notary needs to print out the documents, run to the signing, get it signed, run back home, scan it all. And then we're going to send it to the title company. We get the documents and there's like four PDFs. And they're a hundred something pages each, each. And my scheduler calls me. He's like, I don't know what's going on. There's like so many documents here. So I'm like, let me look. So I go to the email on my phone. I look at it. And yeah, I'm like, what is all this? And I, and I start thinking, this is a purchase. It's probably a first and second mortgage. So if you don't know what that is, when people are buying homes and they don't have enough money put down, like at least 20%, then they have to get an FHA loan 
And sometimes it's a first and second mortgage. So they're making two payments for their for their mortgage. Um, anyway, I won't go into too much detail, but they're basically, have, they have two mortgages and they're making two payments. So I messaged the escrow officer and I said, is this a, just to, just to clarify, this is a purchase on a, and it's a first and second mortgage. And they're like, yeah. So already we get the documents at 2.30. We need scan backs by 4.15 in less than two hours. And I just found out it's a first and second. So in total, I think the first mortgage was 175 pages because it was FHA and VA. Um, or no, it was just the FHA, but it was 175 pages on the first and like 120 on the second. So it's like, it's like over 300 pages in total. So I'm thinking in my head, you call me at two o'clock, you give me the information at 2.20, at 2.30, you give me all the documents and it's over 300 pages that the notary needs to print, go sign two sets of mortgages and come back. I couldn't enjoy the graduation because this was very stressful. This was my first, my first time working with this title company. We did our best. We did our best. And I started messaging the, the notary like, Hey, you know, how, how's it going? You know, I even told the notary, don't, don't print a second copy. You know, we can have them email them a copy of the documents. So let's just tell them, you know, just print one copy, get over there. Just be very careful. They don't make mistakes on it. And, and this is a notary that I've used before and I trust this notary and they'll do, you know, they'll do a good job. And, and he did, but he didn't make it in time. So I'm messaging him like, Hey, all right, how's it going? It's, it's like almost four o'clock. Hey, how, how you doing? Are you, are you still at the signing or are you on your way back uh, to do scan backs? Like where, where are we at? And I didn't hear from him. So it's four o'clock and I called the title company and said, Hey, I'm trying to get hold of the notary. I can't get a hold of them. My guess is they're still signing. It's you know it's over 300 pages. I don't know if they have any questions. They're still signing. I really don't think we'll have them back to you in time. And and uh, I said I'm so sorry. I said if it was me, if I didn't have this graduation, I could have ran down there. I've got a mobile office. As if you're watching again, I'm recording from the back of it. If it was me. I had time. I could have ran down there, did this. I could, I could have been printing while I was driving there. I could have got everything signed, did scan backs for you, get those over to you, and then head back to your office and drop it off. I could have easily done that for you. But unfortunately, it's my daughter's graduation today, and I can't do it. And the notary just didn't get it done in time, uh, which I didn't blame. I, I, I knew it was a long shot. I was like, this is gonna, this, we're going to be cutting it close if we get this done. And then so I tell the title officer, I'm like, I'm so sorry we didn't get this done for you. And she goes, that's okay. I knew it was a long shot. We just had to try. And I appreciate you trying to get this done, Derek. I appreciate that. It's like, oh, you're, you know, it's, it's our pleasure. It's, you know, I'm, I'm just sorry we couldn't. Um, but okay, but you know, we'll get scan backs to you. I'll have the notary drop it off. Uh, so you get it tomorrow. So the notary gets back to me. He's like, all right, I just finished. Um, I'm going to head home. And it was, you know, it was, it was like four, four, almost 4.30. So I said, hey, no problem. Hey, we appreciate you trying to get this done. Go ahead and send me scan backs. So he sends me scan backs. I look them over real quick. Say, hey, they look good. Go ahead and drop it off. Just make sure it gets picked up tonight uh, before last pickup. So it gets delivered tomorrow to the title company. And he said, oh, it's not going to make it. I can tell you right now our last pickup is happening or it has already happened. It's not getting picked up today. 
So, I'm at the graduation. My daughter's graduation. And when you know it, while I'm at the graduation, not only am I dealing with this, but another one of my escrow officers texts me and says, I've got two more signings for tonight. And then they text, and then another uh, one of my officers texts me and said, Hey, we need this uh, tomorrow, and my scheduler has already gone for the day. So I'm at a graduation. I'm dealing with this last-minute signing that needed to be funded today, and then I get three more towards the end of the day um, notifications, two for that same night and one for early the next day in another state, That I, and I had to work on all this. So after my daughter's graduation, we took pictures. I went to my mobile office because I, I drove separately. And I said, you know what? There's a lot of traffic out here of people leaving. So I'm going to work in the back of the van and get this all taken care of myself. And by the time I was done, got everything organized, got everything finished, uh, the traffic cleared up. So I was able to drive out and uh, I did another signing. But then I had to go run down before my, my niece's graduation. I had to run down with that other notary in another county and pick up documents from him. So I drove to the other county, picked up documents from him, um, made it to the graduation, no problem. The next morning, I went to that title company, and I've been there, you know, I've been there a few times already. They haven't used me until now, and I just said, "Hey, it's me, Derek." Like, "Oh yeah, thanks." Hey, here's the documents. Sorry, we couldn't get it done, but the notary said that if if he would have dropped it off afterwards, it wouldn't have made it to you today. So I went and got it for you. I let them know. I'm I'm, I'm basically bragging. It's a subtle brag, right? It's a humble brag. Hey, I drove out there. I drove to this other county to get, grab this from the notary and bring it back to you this morning because that's the kind of service we provide. And it was like, it was a humble brag, basically. Like, I had to say, hey, I'll do, look how look how good we are. No, it was like, hey, it wasn't going to make it. I'm, 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 I'm three steps ahead. It wasn't going to make it. I went out there. I got it. I'm here this morning. Here you go. Let me know if I can help you with anything else. They were so appreciative of me that I believe I won their business. So I think they'll be using me now for all their notary needs. We'll find out. This this was just Friday that this all happened, Thursday and Friday. So we'll find out. But anyway, I just wanted to show you the story with you of how crazy it gets sometimes as a signing service owner. And, you know, we, we try to get our best, do our best to get all everything out for our notaries and work for our, our clients, our escrow and title companies. And um, I'm just saying this is the things that I will do to keep me in business for the next two years for this next boom of refinances. And obviously, I'll be here forever. And I hope you guys find value in this podcast. I hope this brings information to you to grow your business. And the best thing you can do to thank me if it does is to share the podcast with any other friends or signing agents or escrow officers. Share the podcast with them. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. You can also find me personally at D Van Otten. Have a great one. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, Please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit. Thank you.